0: Well, this is Lifeline 173, 173, and we bless God for every one that has preceded this one. And so we're going forth with our summer snippet number four, part two, Galatians Chapter 5, verse 22, now the fruit of the Spirit, or but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and here we are, long-suffering, long-suffering. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, and tonight we continue with the fourth fruit, long-suffering. Long-suffering. Galatians 5, verse 22. Long-suffering. The fruit of the Spirit is contrasted with the works of the flesh. Uh, The verses before verse 22 talk about works of the flesh works is a greek word ergos which implies hard work or hard labor it's a life dominated by the flesh and a life like that is filled with excess imbalance laziness some bitterness irresponsibility some hatred strife abuse and neglect all of those things sound like hard work don't they uh and when you contrast your new life in Christ with your old life in the flesh, tell the truth. Wasn't the old life draining you? Then you feel like you had put in 40 hours plus overtime? But thank God for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is so refreshing, so rejuvenating uh, because he's the spirit of Christ. And he produces fruit. Now, the word fruit is from the Greek word karpos, which describes the fruit of plants, the fruit of trees, or the fruit of one's body, such as a person's children or offspring. In all cases, all fruit, hear me good, is produced from some kind of seed. If there is no seed, there is no fruit. And the kind of seed that is sown determines the fruit that will be produced. Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, with seed in it. If it has no seed in it, I'd almost say God ain't in it. Genesis 129, then God said, I give you every seed-bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it, they will be yours for food, Now, personally, I try only to eat fruit with seed. Seedless grapes ain't my thing. Seedless watermelon is not my thing. I like watermelon with black seeds because I believe, according to Genesis, it's obedient fruit. God is in a watermelon that has seed in it. Y'all eat seedless grapes and watermelon. Uh, God ain't in it. <laughs> and pretty soon, uh, you'll be eating chicken produced in the laboratory. I saw an expose on TV where they were working on artificial chicken. They're just waiting for FDA approval. Now, don't go into your icebox. Refrigerator, excuse me, and throw away all your seedless fruit. Uh, just uh, mix some seeded fruit in with it, and pray and ask God for forgiveness for what you've done. I'm joking. Uh, let me let me move on. Let me leave you alone. Really, watermelon with seed tastes sweeter. The texture is different, and it lasts longer in the refrigerator than seedless. Now, I'm going to leave that alone. Uh, Meanwhile, on with the thought. The moment you receive Jesus as your Savior, by faith, God sold his spirit and word into your heart like a seed. We were spiritually born again by the incorruptible seed. Of the word of God. First Peter 1 and 23. For you have been born again. Not of perishable seed. But of imperishable. Through the living and enduring word of God. God seed inside you. Immediately began to produce Godness. God-likeness. The kind of seed always determines the outcome of the fruit. Therefore, we should expect our lives to yield the fruits of the Spirit. So here's the question. What do you have growing inside of you? What's growing in you will ultimately rule you. Hallelujah. Now the fruit of the Spirit is love. I said that. Summer snippet number one. Now the fruit of the Spirit is joy and peace. Marsha said that. Summer snippets two and three. Then last week, I gave some thoughts on, now the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. I want to conclude teaching on the fruit called long-suffering. Add these truths to last week's. And if you missed uh, last week's, uh, you can always go on the Freedom Podcast and uh, listen again. You can go on iHeart. You can go on any of your uh, uh, platforms, Siri or Google, and uh, the lessons in the past week's are there we praise God for um, technology and gifted hands uh who provide uh this uh, feature so let's add to last week's long suffering long suffering two 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 Greek words compounded together macros meaning long it's where we get our word macaroni long noodle something that is long, distant, or of long duration, macros. Then the word thumos. Thumos means anger, swelling emotions, or strong, growing passion about something. So when you combine those two together, it forms the word macrothumia. It's the pish picture of the patient restraint of anger long suffering is also translated in in some translations as forbearance and patience long suffering again is is like a candle that has a very long wick it's prepared to burn a long time it's ready to Patiently wait until someone finally comes around, makes progress, changes, or hears what you are trying to communicate or teach him or her. So long-suffering is is the spirit resource in your life that's like a long wick. Connected to your patience. So as a Christian, you cannot have a short wick. You have to have a long wick. You have to have long suffering. We cannot give up on people. When they are short with us, we have to be long with them. We have to be there, praying in faith that they will come around, change their ways, hear what we are saying. This requires, that's right, long suffering. Some of us are too short with people. We say things like, I don't want to hear it. I'm done. No more. I'm taking my hands off. That's it. I quit. Figure it out on your own. End of quote. Don't say those sort of things, my brothers and sisters. Get some long-suffering. Get some long-suffering fruit in your bowl. Colossians 3 and 12, King James Version. Put on, therefore, as the chosen of God, holy and beloved, vows of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. Put on, like you would put on a garment. Self-dress. God is not going to put it on you. You got to... Call on the Spirit to help you dress in it. Hallelujah. First Thessalonians 5 and 14 says this. We urge you, church, warn those who are idle. Encourage the timid. Help the weak. Be patient with everybody. Sounds like we have an obligation toward those who wreck our nerve. Who wrecks your nerves? those who are lazy those who are too timid to try those who excuse themselves by being weak he says be patient with everybody we're not to be short-tempered or so quick to write people off in first corinthians 13 that great love chapter In verse 4, it says this, charity, which is love, suffereth long. First Peter 3 and 9 puts the icing on the cake. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but the Lord is, here it is, long-suffering to us. Not willing that anyone should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Now, doesn't that sum it up? Isn't that all the incentive we need? But yet, the word keeps talking. The Lord himself is long-suffering. He does not throw in the towel. On folk who don't respond immediately, positively or properly to him. Should we follow our leader? I save this last one as a proof text Luke twenty three, verse thirty four. Then said Jesus, then a Continuative adverb, meaning he didn't stop being himself as he was before this moment. He continues being himself in the face of their lies, brutality, taunts, and laughs. He keeps being Jesus. Then, said Jesus, Father... Forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they continued their gross, heartless treatment. They parted his raiment and cast lots. They, by demonstration, show they don't appreciate or even recognize or respect he who is dying for the sins of the world. They keep doing what they're doing. But Jesus keeps doing him, self. You got to keep doing you. Hallelujah. In despite of what people are doing. Great God. Jesus kept being Jesus. Why? Because his love was, here it is, long suffering. Say this. I will not be easily angered. I will not blow up I will not go into a fit of rage I will not lose my temper I will not say things I later regret long suffering helps us to be more like him who died on the cross for the salvation of sinners the Reverend Dr. Gil Rice Preached at St. Sabina on Good Friday. This was her text, Luke 23, 34. And her topic was, It Ain't Easy. And that's the truth, isn't it? And that's why long suffering is necessary and so vital. Because some folk don't make it easy. Now, the fruit of the Spirit is long-suffering. This is the word of faith which I teach. Amen, amen, amen.